Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 219. Today's topic is why are word camps important to us? Man, we have a huge cast and crew here today. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. David, beside, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, uh, gee, I've been around for about 10 years freelancing. I currently work at a company called Awesomotive, which helps make uh, Optin Monster and Biogarly Soliloquy and a bunch of other plugins for WordPress. Awesome. Good to have you on today. Margowski, what about you? I'm Dave Markowski. I am a project manager for Pixeljar, and I'm on the uh, team for WCOC17. Woo! Woo! Super excited. What about you, George? Hi, I am George Savanas. I work at Automatic, working on Jetpack project. Uh, I make Jetpack, teach Jetpack, preach Jetpack. Hey! On all the things. You're stealing my lines, buddy. <laughs> Cosper, how about you, man? Jason Cosper, WP Engine. Sub. <laughs> what about you, Robbie? Hey, I'm Robbie McCullough. I am a co-founder of Beaver Builder and a WordCamp fan and aspiring speaker. Awesome. We'll get you up on stage. How about you, Sarah? Hi, I'm Sarah Weefold. I'm the project manager at Zeke Interactive. I facilitate the OC WordPress design meetup, and I'm on the organization committee for WordCamp Orange County 2017. Sweet. <laughs> Say, how about you? Hey, my name's Say Reed, and I'm making my own tags since Google took them away. Um, <laughs> I teach WordPress, preach WordPress, make WordPress. Um, <laughs> Uh, at Say Read Media on all the things, and um, I look forward to the future. Sweet. Shanta, how about you? Darkly. Hi, everybody. So my, name is... <laughs> everybody yeah. my name is Shanta. I'm uh, coming in from Toronto, Canada. And, lucky. Uh, yeah, lucky me. <laughs> um, and uh, I teach WordPress at the one of the local colleges, Sheridan College. I've been there for about four years. And I speak regularly at WordCamps, and I've been co-organizer on Toronto, Hamilton, and Milwaukee. Nice. Wow. Good job. Good to have you. How about you, Steve? I am Steve Zangan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I lead the OC WordPress Meetup. And I am the lead organizer for WordCamp OC 2017. What? I know. Awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on uh, Twitter, and I blog over at jasontucker.blog. So let's talk about WordCamps. What was your, real quick around the room real fast, what year was the first WordCamp that you went to? 2009, my own. Nice. I had to, I had to, I had to organize it to, in order to get to it. So. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> In Which Miami. is what a lot of people do, right? Is they start they start WordCamps because they they don't have a local one. So, yeah. good job on you. What, what, who else out there? Uh, what was the first uh, the year that was two thousand two thousand eight? Was that the first OC WordCamp uh, at UC Irvine? Like yeah, I think because this uh, yeah, that's right. Two thousand eight or two thousand nine? Yeah. My my first was Orange County twenty twelve. Mine, Mine uh, was twenty thirteen. Oh, go twenty eleven. It's always sunrise.php at hashtag WC Philly. 
Let's see, we're doing it consecutively <laughs> there for a second. I'm, I was in 2014 in San Francisco before it was uh, rudely taken away and turned into WordCamp US. Right. Yeah, um, speaking of WordCamp San Francisco, I was at the first WordCamp San Francisco in 2006, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Wore, wore a uh, blogger logo t-shirt, which was uh, <laughs> pretty funny. So is, is Jason our, our WordCamp OG? Is he the oldest? <laughs> oldest? I don't remember I what year I went to that. Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. 2012, and I gave my first talk. Uh, it was at Toronto, and uh, that was because somebody else had actually bowed out. So my first attendance at WordCamp was my first talk as well. Awesome. Huh. 2012. Nice. So the, the reason why I asked that question is because um, uh, because of the fact that all of us, uh, you know, constantly are attending these things. We're going every year. We're going to multiple ones each year. You know, there's a reason why we do this. And I kind of wanted to. There you is. Know, there is. Um, uh, so, I've been doing it wrong. No, yeah, I, I, think, I think so. But hey. <laughs> no, but there, there's a reason for it, though. You know, there's a reason why why people keep going back to to word camps, and you know, a, a lot of the time it's it's because of the people that are there, but also because you're getting this really ridiculously cheap education on something that even you just went to one. Uh -huh. Yeah, not in cheap, inexpensive. I, I'm mm -hmm, not doing mm -hmm. any of the funding stuff here. <laughs> inexpensive, <laughs> but yeah, you're doing this inex you know, go to this inexpensive <laughs> WordCamp, and you could go to one talk, and one talk is worth that forty bucks to go, mm -hmm. and that's it. After that, you can just go walk around, go talk to your buddies, go, uh, you know, uh, get new, uh, you know, work contacts. You could uh, find clients. I mean, there's tons of reasons why people go to WordCamps. But what was the what was the reason why you went to your first one is is the real question here. Oh. Brandon asked me to speak. Yeah. You asked me to speak at the WordCamp? I, I No, no, before the WordCamp. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I the WordCamp. <laughs> what about you, sir? I had been trying to transition from the music industry to web development for a long time at that point. Um, and it seemed like a good way to figure out how to, you know, more about how to use this whole WordPress thing. And now here I am. For me, it was a chance to give back to the community because um, I had been to a lot of the meetups locally, and um, I volunteered for my first WordCamp. So. Yeah, uh, for, for me, uh, I mean, being, uh, it was the first one up in San Francisco. Uh, because of that, uh, I was uh, living in Los Angeles at the time. Just kind of decided, hey, like, um, you know, it's just, it's a trip up north. Uh, it seems like fun. Uh, and I kind of, uh, you know, had been into WordPress for two years. I just wanted to kind of, uh, you know, see who showed up and everything else. And yeah, just really interested in kind of uh, seeing like the, the start of, of the community, but I didn't know it was the start at the time. That's cool. That's very prescient considering today. Sorry, you didn't know it was the start at the time. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, you can kind of answer your other question, Jason. You know, the reason why I go back to WordCamps uh, all the time or I go to so many WordCamps is for the talks. 
but also really for the hallway track or what's become the hallway track, right? The networking, the um, meeting uh, uh, people, meeting other companies that are doing what we're doing, you know, the connections that are made at WordCamp, especially if you go to a WordCamp in another geographic er, geographical area uh, other than you're in, right? I mean, we've got three major WordCamps here in Southern California, and we generally know the people that go to those WordCamps, which is fine, but I like going to WordCamps in other cities because uh, you make a whole new set of connections. Try going to ones in other countries. Those are really interesting. Which one have you done, Steve? I was at WordCamp uh, Europe uh, last oh, year. Nice, nice. I did, um, so the farthest one that I've actually done is Mumbai. And I did oh, it back wow. in March, and I crowdfunded the entire thing. So this is why the WordCamp, WordCamp and WordPress community is so awesome, is because I basically crowdfunded for the whole thing. So Watching you, how the other side of the world does it, entirely different. Just saying. Was it in English? Yes, most of the it whole, was. The whole camp or parts of it or the whole thing? The majority of it actually was. Yeah. I wonder that. It's always been a big hesitation for me and for like going to WordCamp Europe or even like, is it in English? Mm -hmm. Well, in, in, in Mumbai, actually, yeah. the second language is English. Oh. So they have to do it in English. They might do hmm. one or two in something else. But yeah, it was mostly in English. Well, this might sound know. a little fan fanboyish, but for the first WordCamp um, I went to, I got to meet and kind of get in tune with a lot of other people in the WordPress community. But I was really particularly excited to see Matt speak. Um, I'd seen him speak once before, and he's such a good, you know, orator and, and always says like such good stories and um, his kind of story and like his whole like Dvorak keyboard thing. Um, <laughs> he's a fun guy to listen to. So oh, that was that was one of my motivators. First time I saw Matt speak was at WordCamp San Diego uh, several years ago, which was which was really really cool. It was a it was you know small WordCamp wasn't like a state of the word type of thing. It was just a, a he held a little town hall, uh, which was really really cool. So I saw him speak for the first time at Zurb, and it was be way nice. like way before Foundation came out. No one had heard of Zurb. Um, they were just this little web design agency in in our little hometown, like Campbell, which is right nearby, and. And uh, yeah, same thing, very intimate setting. And I kind of like felt like so cool. Like, I was like, oh, this place is awesome. I want to work there. And then Zurb just blew up. And now they're practically a household name in the, oh, you still haven't heard? Okay, well, I take that back. You never heard of Zurb? <laughs> no, we, no, we, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 me, that was me saying that in the chat. Big, big shout out to Zurb. I think that's what the kids say these days. Say still use a flash, you know. <laughs> now I gotta know Google stuff, you know? Like, is that what the kids do? Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. We've been fortunate. Gotta go read people. We've been fortunate at WordCamp Miami. WordCamp Miami too has been fortunate at the uh, start of some of the corporate retreats. Some companies like to meet all in one place at various WordCamps before or afterwards. So we've actually had some people <clears throat> join join their jobs because they came to the work camps, so. That's yeah. cool. Awesome. Job board work camps is always <coughs> huge, jam-packed. Whether you're looking for work or you're looking for help, um, most work camps have a job board, and it's worth keeping an eye on. Well, and we find a lot of people that come to uh, WordCamp and the Meetup looking to hire developers. They've they've started a project and it's and they don't know how to get to the next level, right? So they actually come to Word, WordCamp to find developers. I send cool. people to WordPress Meetups and WordCamps to find developers. 
And happiness bars too. We're actually experimenting with um, reservations and we're at uh, happiness bars next year. So people are guaranteed a spot with someone if they want to, a few days before, say, I need this help and we can make sure that they have the right people in the room with them. So we're going to be experimenting nice. with that in Miami. That's I just thought that happiness bars were like the least least utilized, like good resource at WordCamps because they're usually like often an alcove and people are kind of like hesitant about going up. So I think that's a good idea. We'll see. Not all WordCamps are created equally. Yeah, we. Thank I didn't you. mean to silence the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely though. I mean, they're all different. When I was learning how to code, uh, you know, that was uh, the I, I used the, the happiness bar at WordCamps a lot. I'd just show up, put my laptop down, and say, "Hey, I did a thing, and it's bad. Help me." <laughs> I didn't know that's what they were for. I thought it was just yeah. Like we're having trouble connecting to the Wi-Fi or something of that nature, like trying to find the bathroom. Um, I didn't know it no, went beyond. I, uh, oh, talk talk about priority care. <laughs> oh no, I had. I had. Happiness bars completely like, helped me completely rewrite like the loop I was doing on like a custom post type or something. I will tell you that when working at the happiness bar, as a rule, I normally keep a secret bottle of scotch behind the desk. <laughs> we work at Miami made happiness chocolate bars, so we called them happiness bars, and we put them in the <laughs> then we put them in the happiness bar itself, and it's open source too. So any WordCamp wants to make some chocolate bars, they're more than happy to. The chocolate open bars source open chocolate? source. Yeah, it's just a it's a wrapper around a Hershey's bar. The wrapper is open source. That put, makes more sense. Can I put a Raspberry Pi in the the open source chocolate bar? Look, I'll send a link to you guys afterwards. Just look at the ingredients and you'll take a chuckle. <laughs> That's awesome. See, David, the the thing that we call we Canadians call happiness bars are called coffee crisp. Okay, well, I, for me, I thought it was the syrup. <laughs> Yeah, the every time every time somebody gives me that at a working I don't know. We've we've moved down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I feel. Like I, I literally, I'm not sure what's happening right now. <laughs> David is a I think it was a Canadian maple syrup. I have to bring him some every time I come south of the border. Every time. South of the border. That's funny. I know. Um, no, that's going to happen a lot. Rare, you know, a lot less often now. Just saying. Yeah, I right. still think that even after you've gone, like, so I've learned and I continue to learn everything I know about the API from talks at WordCamps because reading about the API is like just the worst thing ever. I've never found anyone who can explain it in writing that makes any sense. But somehow when people have to talk about something, especially tech people, they have to explain something, something changes and they try to make it, they, they, it gets more accessible. Not always, but most of the time. And so they're able to take things like complicated things like the API and, and break it down and make it um, uh, comprehensible. And I think that that is really valuable. And, and to be honest, sometimes I think that hallway track is distracting from the goodness that's happening in these awesome talks. And sometimes I, feel I think the awesome the talks are distracting from the goodness in the hallway. Well, that's the general consensus here, is that the hallway is the Not best, all and networking is awesome. This is true, but they, there's usually, you know, there's usually some people talking about, you know, some, some relevant things. I don't, you know, for the more advanced coders, you know, they need to go to loop comp for something and deal with that there. What, what was the name of the podcast that you were doing at OC WordCamp this year? Hallway Track. 
Oh, okay. That's why I found it distracting. See, because I was in the hallway interviewing people because instead of you were in the talk. Managing the podcast so you couldn't go yeah. to the talk is that? I'm just that saying they're valuable. That's all. I think the value changes over time. I think like when you first go, you're trying to just cram as much knowledge into your head as you can, and then as you're filling that knowledge in where you need it to be, you start to look at the hallway track as a more interesting part. And then sometimes, you know, there's something that you want to learn, you want to refresh on, and so you go back to, all right, I'm going to sit in on this class, and then we'll do hallway. Or something new, like, because uh, there's yeah. new stuff happening all the time, exactly. so I found that really valuable. It, 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 it's such an accessible conference without having to go, like some of the other conferences, um, like uh, the different, just all the different tech conferences out there get really intense and they're three days and they're super expensive and they're, you know, at these different places. And this is a place where you can go and hone your skills, update, be like, wow, I didn't know that. Learn some new things, learn some new things that are possible and, you know, also network. So they're kind of, they're, they're very special in general, not just to me, but I think they're different than anything that I know of in the rest of the tech industry. And remember too, a lot of this is so on local people as well. We developers get around, get to jet around the country. The local crowd, the moms and pops, the people that have a day job that is not sewing around this too, find this really, really beneficial. It's not just the price; it's just the fact that this is a place they they can go and they don't get that opportunity very often. Especially the when we we get most the best feedback in Miami is when we put kind of tracks together. So if somebody wants to learn JavaScript. It's hard to do that in a 30-minute talk, but if you give it the morning, and I'm desperately trying not to look at the screen as I talk, if you but if you but if you put like uh, my work camp Miami did a learn JavaScript deep, deep, deeply track last year, and we're doing it again this year, and we're trying to make it so other people can copy 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 that if they want to. And Matt mentioned it in the state of the word, so it really is something that you know if, if we can form this more of as a like have the separate sessions, but also like do more of a like a track with a beginning, middle, and end that's logical. I think the local people, you know, the ones that can't go around benefit a lot. I agree. <laughs> the one thing that I, Say mentioned accessibility. Thank you. The one thing that I found, the one thing that I found is true of all the WordCamps I've gone to is the speakers are accessible, right? So somebody will give a talk and you can go have a conversation with that speaker after the talk, right? Because they're, they're just right there. That's not true of other technology conferences that I've, that I've been to. And, in fact, if they can go, we try to get people, the speakers, to get to the happiness bar right after their talk. So that's cool. pretty, if they can do that, that's awesome. And the barrier to awesome. entry on, on any of this stuff is very, very low. I mean, if you just, you pay the money, you show up, you say, hi, I do WordPress, and everybody else is like, yeah, I do WordPress too. And that's it. That's all that needs to happen. You don't have to, you don't have to, like, be in some particular crowd or be involved in a particular company or use a particular framework for your projects or whatever. You just need to walk around and say hi to folks. Hang out and learn yeah, like, about all the stuff that's happening in WordPress. Like Steve keeps saying, there are many different kinds of WordPresses and know what works well for one community might work completely horribly for another. One of some of my favorite WordCamps I've ever been to are the smallest ones. Yes. Uh, like a 150 person WordCamp with a single track where every it's just like one speaker right after the other. There's no like big gaps between the talks where folks have to move from one room to the other, and that makes all the speakers 
talk at a understandable, intelligible level. Even the code talks don't get so in-depth that your average mom and pop person uh, wouldn't be able to at least get some passing understanding and get something out of it. I think like the focus too being on on learning and that kind of holistic networking is unique to WordCamps, like relative to other mm -hmm. conferences. Because um, when you start getting to like going to conferences outside of WordCamps, particularly like in the marketing area, it feels like everyone's just there hustling, and no one so you know, really true. cares about you or or wants to help. Like it's all about like here's my card, this is what I'm doing, you know, like oh I need investors, like da 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 stickers and. Um, the, 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 the mood and the overall feeling at WordCamps is a lot different and a lot more, more enjoyable. Why do you for suppose all, that is? For, for, well, for all, for all of the Southern California WordCamps, I can remember only a single talk where somebody slipped through the cracks and he was, he was up there trying to sell, but that's generally that. the, the yeah. feeling, you know, exactly what I'm talking about, uh -huh. <laughs> talk I'm talking about, but in general, the feeling of, uh, I'm with Robbie, the, of all WordCamps I've been to is. Nobody's up there, even when they're up representing a product, they're not selling their product. They're talking about uh, competing products. They're, 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 they're there to give something of value. One person who actually does that extremely well um, is uh, Andy Wickle. Andy is one of the guys that works for WooCommerce. And whenever he has given a talk, he's always given it in the framework of, this is how something works. And it's not just about the product that he represents. So I got to say, he he's done a really good job of that a um, couple of times at Milwaukee. That's awesome. And I, I think it's really cool that a lot, lot more camps are adopting the kids kids stuff as well. So that started, I think, in Phoenix. Uh, that's at least the first time I saw it was in Phoenix in 2012, maybe? Or 2011, somewhere 11. around that time? I think it was 2011. Yeah, and then maybe I watched it. it and then, yeah, and then what as soon as I it? saw that, I Miami, Miami went the after Miami it. Miami great. Yeah, yeah, we've expanded to two days, full days now. It's it's amazing, and the kids even get their own attendee bags if we have the budget for it. So, it's, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's which awesome. here, here's here's a tip: you save your swag from last year and use that, put that in the bags for the kids the following year. Because you, kids you, you deserve a, the leftovers. Do you just take a magic marker and write over the year, or <laughs> does they get they get something? Hey, they get something, and you get and you I get know. to with some of your swag. But I but all the work camps in general are are adding some sort of kids friendly part, you know, or you know, like Orlando's done it, Tampa's done it, you know, and I'm sure many of other work camps have done it. So not only does that cool for the kids, but their parents can bring their kids now as opposed to or the option to bring their kids now versus having to leave them alone. One of the things that I saw... <laughs> I think that's illegal. Alone? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they just, they just leave them out by registration and we don't see them. We had a big lost and found room that year. Yeah, just duct tape them. They'll be fine. Ball pit. One of the things that we did at Milwaukee one year is they actually gave their contributor day to a nonprofit, though. I would like to see more of that kind of stuff. There was a nonprofit that dealt with, um, it was like, a, I think a women's shelter and they needed everything from development to copywriting to basically getting their web online. Um, they haven't done it since, but that was the first year I went to Milwaukee. I think that needs to happen a lot more often. I like the, the kids idea. Absolutely. So that also needs to happen. But I wonder whether or not we, as as contributors, as speakers, as WordCamps in general, can give a heck of a lot more than just that. Yeah, we have a good group of folks out here that do uh, website weekend, 
uh, which is okay. like they get a bunch of WordPress people together over the course of a weekend to make sites for nonprofits like that. I hadn't heard about people doing that at Contributor Day. I really like that idea. Mm -hmm. That's a cool idea. Hmm. So, <laughs> what word camps are coming up soon that people will be either organizing or attending or uh, recommend? Well, you're all doing the, the Orange County. Do you have a date yet? Can we clear it with my schedule, please? I cannot announce that yet, just yet. Uh, let's, oh. let's, I just I'll fly another side. Well, word camp Miami is 24th to the 26th of March. Um, we have. Uh, early bird tickets already went uh, sold out in 48 hours around the beginning of the year, so regular tickets will be out next week, maybe. And we're looking forward to that. And um, if you can't make it, there'll probably, you know, we've always had a live stream every year, so we're cautious to promise things, but, you know. So that's at least one. And I know where Camp Atlanta is the weekend before that, and San Diego is the same week as ours. So those are the three I know of at the top of my head. I won't be in San Diego again. Hey, I was going to say, a bit on the northern bit. We're Camp Lancaster, Pennsylvania, about two hours west of Philly, uh, is in our fourth year, uh, and we're the first Saturday in March. Uh, and I was just going to say, David beat me to it, but uh, um, San Diego is our next Southern California Word Camp, which is March 25th and 26th. Same as Miami. Sorry. Okay, it's going to be a good day. 52 weeks and we couldn't split those two up, huh? As long as our 10th our our anniversary next year, we're going to probably announce the date a year in advance. So, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, well, 10, year, pretend, 10 years. I'll <laughs> pretend I'm in Miami that weekend because they did film I, in Miami at the beach by my house. <laughs> they did. I am, uh, I am looking forward to WordCamp US this year, which is going to be in Nashville. Yeah, oh, that's going to be amazing. I am definitely so going to that. We're going to have hot chicken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hot chicken. I made up hot chicken and was trying to troll him. That's my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was that, was that out? Was that out? Oh, I thought it was in here. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture that. No, please don't. You'll hurt yourself. <laughs> you went by mm -hmm. Sriracha. Oh boy. So, I, oh yeah, please, Sarah. Would you? Would you no, add? no. I was just filling the silence. Just yeah. <laughs> Camps. So. It's a weird day. Yeah. Yep. That's all it's, I have to say. It's a weird day. There's not so many days I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I should totally drink before water cooler. Which here's, here's a question. Here's a question. That happens. Every so why is that different? Why is that different from every other water cooler? I don't normally think that. This one had some extenuating circumstances surrounding it. Besides Matt, besides Matt Mullenweg, what keynote? Can you think of a keynote that was memorable? Nathan. John Ekman, nor uh, Ann Arbor last year. Has Lumma actually keynoted any, or is he just Absolutely. show up and knock it away? I was just. Oh, he's keynoted all say, over we're, the place. Uh, okay. Levin's uh, keynote at WordCamp LA a couple years back was amazing. Yeah, and, it was yeah. and I had to speak right after him. <laughs> you killed it. That worked out. He was your warm-up act. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, he was. He yeah, he he was great, and he helped me be good too. He controls the room well. <laughs> um. Oh. Boston 2013, I think it was, uh, Marcot uh, at Beep on Twitter came and gave a keynote on responsive web design. Cool. 
which was absolutely stellar. And the cool thing about all of these specific dates, like Boston 2013 and whatever, is that you can go back to WordPress TV and watch them. Yes. Yeah. So you, Except it's I not think just that like, talk isn't online. Thanks Ooh. for making my point. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, I don't know. I kind of feel like all of this sort of brings up a larger point that, you know, the community is really what makes WordPress special. And WordCamp mm -hmm. throughout the year is how we sort of come together. And, you know, we all know each other at this point. Um, we're always meeting new people. There's always somebody new that's awesome and surprising and has something cool to say. And that's what I think we need to commit ourselves to really investing in this this year, especially just our people. It's so, it's so easy yes. for people like yeah. us to take it for granted. And I think the free, the being able to publish and speak our minds, which is a truly American thing, is a real strength of WordPress. And I think we should all work to help it keep growing. And support the time. <laughs> folks. What makes WordPress special is you. Yay. Also, we're all Jeez. pretty fairly accessible, except maybe Steve. So you should talk to us, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wow. make myself accessible on the fourth Monday of every month. There you go. See? <laughs> I, tell, I tell my wife the same thing. <laughs> that's a, that's, I agree with you 100%. Oh, Hot chicken. Uh, look at the time. Yeah, <laughs> look at the time. Thank you Stop very much for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. Make sure you go over to our website at wrcooler.com. Click on the links there to subscribe. If you like this content and there's much more of it, hit the little thumbs up button and hit subscribe. Folks, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Peace. Ciao.